0: What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yadlon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world.
1: What's up, Sammy? Parker, you had quite the weekend, man. You turned into a farmer this weekend. How was it? Why don't you tell... Uh Elevation Nation, what you did? I uh, spent a weekend with
0: some some friends. Shout out Jay Copeland, Sam Fitel, Dave Siegel, and the significant others. And we we spent a nice weekend in the middle of Virginia on a farm, hanging out with some animals, and just living living a nice peaceful weekend together. It was super fun. I put my phone away, which was kind of crazy for 48 hours. I was like, I'm turning it off. I'm not looking at it. No urges. And it was it was honestly really great. Just an awesome weekend. Happy to, to be back and get back in the
1: routine uh, for the week. What about you? Everything good? Everything's good, man. I uh, am looking forward to another week. It's supposed to be beautiful here in the district. Uh, working from home is a lot easier when I can open my window and It's a nice day out, and maybe go for a walk in the middle of the day.
0: So much better, dude. To be able to see the sun, I feel like just when I wake up in the morning, and if it's overcast, it's like the mood in the morning. It just it's set so differently than if it was sunny. It's so weird. Yeah, man. The little, like the little's the thing.
1: It it really is. It really is. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, got my my fantastic roommate Matt McPartland is getting his first uh, COVID vaccine. Parker, I know you're getting yours as well this upcoming week.
0: When this will be released, I will get it the day that this is going to be released.
1: I think, you know, there's a lot of positivity and optimism in my life right now. I'm excited for my friends and things are looking good, man. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. But yeah, crazy, crazy week um, with a lot of different, you know, things going on and in the world with more and more people getting vaccinated. And I think there's this springtime vibe in the air of I don't know, just walking around this weekend in DC, everyone just seemed a little happier and had a bit more pep in their step, which was fun to see.
0: No, I, I totally agree with you. And that's the best part about February coming to an end. February, I, I was reading a statistic. It's actually the month that people statistically are the most depressed and have the most anxiety. Just because it's the coldest, it's a you know, it's usually a cloudy month you know the holidays are are far you know in the past and once you get that first lick of spring that's when you can kind of feel some really positive energy coming as you know the sun is get coming out more often it's getting warmer
1: and in DC compared to like our friends in New York and you know friends in Chicago our springtime starts about a month and a half earlier than theirs i think so you know we're looking to be getting into spring here soon and you know it's nice just have good
0: weather you're gonna have your first cherry blossom festival it's it's really exciting
1: what are we doing to celebrate bro
0: you don't really celebrate you kind of just walk around you're like damn that's crazy that's celebrating to me let's go on a (laughs) walk bro yeah no totally i think what's so interesting with dc though is it's gonna jump right from sprint like there is no spring it just goes cold to so hot and you'll we'll be ready for
1: it we'll be ready
0: But yeah, I think this week we're going to take a break from going on our list of rules to live by. Like we said before, we have plenty of them. We have over 100 of them, and hopefully you all listening have enjoyed those. Sam and I certainly have. But Sam and I wanted to just do a little pulse check uh, with each other. As February is coming to an end, we go into March. We're, We're two months, Sam, into 2021. And what's crazy about March... And I feel like March forever is we're approaching the one year anniversary of when everything in our world flips upside down.
1: So one of the things that I wanted to talk about on this pulse check, Parker, was a not a problem, but a thing that a lot of us young adults are facing in the springtime, which is tax season. Yeah, no, not very exciting. Not very interesting, but... How about the least exciting thing to (laughs) talk about? One of the least exciting things to talk about. So I don't want to get into actual details of it, but that was one thing for me going into the real world that I had no idea how it worked, right? Like when you're a kid, you don't really have to deal with your taxes. You're not making any money. All of a sudden, you have a W-2 and you have to file your taxes. And I think for a lot of young kids we can order a pizza and track it on our phone and know the minute it's at our door, right? Like we can grab our cell phones and get anything in the world, talk to anybody. Technology's insane. And Uh, then you go to do your taxes.
0: I was going to say, we we could buy some microphones and make a podcast. (laughs) Pretty, pretty (laughs) technically it's hard. But yes, when it comes to taxes, your point is...
1: (coughs) Like the tax process (laughs) has not changed in like a hundred years and it makes no sense, right? Like there's this funny meme I saw where it was like, all right, it's tax season. And someone's like, hey, I'm new to this. Can you help me figure out how much money I owe you? And the government's like, nope, you have to figure that out on your own. And so the person's like, okay, but if I mess it up, like you'll just let me know, right? They're like, nope, we'll bring you to jail. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no one helps. Like TurboTax is cool. I'm using H&R Block and TurboTax this year. I'm trying both of them to see which one I like better. Like these things are still hard. Taxes are still confusing and it's something we're not taught in school. Uh, again, one of those gaps, I think, between young adulthood and entering the real world that's just not discussed.
0: Yeah, I think what's always interesting is you're not supposed like there's the tax day. And I always thought that you had to have the taxes like you do the taxes on tax day. No, you have to have them submitted by tax day or you're going to have a problem. And it's another thing where it's like, I never grew up learning how to do my taxes. I never, you know, you just don't think about it. And now when you get to an adult, it's like, yeah, what happens if I don't do it? What Seriously, what's going to happen? Probably not good things, but like you want to yeah, probably don't do do be a good, it. yeah, a good citizen. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like, you know, we're also incentivized to file our taxes because you have that tax return. You know what I mean? Hopefully.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully you get a nice return at the end of the day. You can, uh, Buy yourself something nice, new pair of shoes, who knows? But yeah, so anyone out there struggling with your taxes, I empathize with you. I hope you're able to figure them out. This has been a strange year. I worked in three different states this year. So I'm having to file three different state tax returns, which I can't even seem to figure out. But I will one day. I'm going to try to file them this week and hopefully not have to think about taxes for another year.
0: It literally feels like yesterday that we were talking about this while we were remote it's crazy how fast time is flew given what we've gone through in the last year and i I just want to pivot a little bit to this thing that happened at work last week and i thought it was really interesting and we had an all hands with my practice and we did like a pulse check with everyone and like through like menti and the question was how's everyone doing and everyone, like the forty people, who were on the call. Everyone was like, I'm "Tired, I'm out of it, um, I'm ready for a break." All of this, and it was so sad to see. Like, no one was like saying, "Like, I'm doing good, I'm happy, I'm living life, um, I'm I'm healthy." Everyone was just like, "I'm tired, I feel overworked." Like, and it just goes to show that, you know, I know we're all we're all struggling, but. You know, it's about finding peace with what you have in front of you. And yeah, we're all tired. We're all, but, but, but what happens when, like, when are you not tired, right? Like, when does that switch happen? You know, if, if you're tired now, you're still probably working about the same that you would be if we, if life started going back to normal. You know what I mean? It's just I, I interesting
1: find, to me. I find that I feel less tired now that I've been working from home. I feel more energized. I think maybe it's I because agree, I've gotten- to be honest with you. Yeah, like not that I sleep in more because I can roll right out of bed and not commute, but I've gotten into such a great morning routine. My commute has saved me a lot of time and just again, like wasted energy and efforts and stress. It also helps my gym now is in my building. When I lived in New York, jogging 0.7 miles doesn't seem like a long way, way, and it's not. But when you have to jog to that gym and back every morning in the freezing cold, when it's raining, it's not as fun as, you know, walking down to my first floor here. So I don't know. I feel way more energized. I wake up. I have beautiful natural sunlight coming into my apartment, which I definitely did not have in New York. And like, damn, man, life's good now. So I
0: don't know if it's like a physical tired. It's just tired, just emotionally drained because the monotony of the day right and it's sad i i I walked away and i wasn't like oh like dang like everyone's just so tired i was like damn it's so sad like no one was like i'm good i'm healthy you know life could be a lot worse everyone was it was it was was so much more negative i I was it was just it, it took me away and these are people who are ranging from Right out of college, all the way up into their their 50s. And it's just,
1: you know, interesting that that was the case. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the times, it's part of the monotony, part of not being able to live our normal lives, part of winter and seasonal depression and being stuck inside and it being hard, right? Like, that's very true. So, so optimistic about where we're headed as a world, as a country with our public health and, you know, selfishly and most importantly, with the weather i'm so excited like i think good weather sunshine What do we got we got daylight savings coming here in the next few weeks right like is those it little i think so middle of march right i love
0: daylight savings oh around God, this time dude, because me too it, it, it's not about the morning it's about the afternoon and i can go play golf after work we can play basketball we can walk around and like have a dinner when it's like the sun's coming down and if you've so ever nice seen a DC sunset, it's beautiful. Spend a night on the roof, when it gets a little bit warmer, maybe grilling up a steak and a burger with some friends. Like that's what's that's exciting. Like that's stuff that we can do. It's covid friendly and it certainly is a lot better when
1: it's not 25-30 degrees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went, I don't know if I told Elevation Nation, but I took a trip up north with some buddies this winter, it was negative ten degrees. We couldn't go outside. Very cold. Not very, not very uh, outdoor friendly. So when you have time to be outside, especially with us being stuck in our apartments all day, it's a whole different ballgame. So Parker, I'm excited for some more adventures. That once you're vaccinated, once I'm vaccinated, we can safely. You know, spend more time together, do things outside. I'm gonna start coming on runs again with you. Hopefully, you uh, slow down so I can keep up. But uh, it's gonna be fantastic, man. I'm yeah,
0: no, totally. I'm I'm really excited for. I just can't wait to go back to the beach and all these things. So before we end up and we do Parker's perspective, Sam, do you have any any tips for Elevation Nation as they they finish out their week? Obviously, this is gonna be released on Thursday. Any tips or tricks or anything? Um, For people to round their week out,
1: yeah. um, You know, Parker and I started making a TikTok with a bunch of tips and tricks that we had on adulthood and mental fortitude and graduation, things like that. Um, A small one that I think truly helps me. You mentioned Parker; people were feeling tired and groggy and not feeling themselves. We have a huge opportunity, in my opinion, with working from home that allows us to work in the most effective way for ourselves. So one thing that is not work appropriate would be to hop down on the floor in the boardroom and do push-ups or sit-ups. But in between meetings, I try to do five sets of 50 push-ups every day just to wake me up, get the blood flowing in between meetings. And like that little adrenaline rush that I get, that little, you know, muscle pump that I that I do combined with you know, I have this giant Nalgene that I drink like 32 ounces. I think I drink five or six of these a day. I just keep them by my desk, drink a ton of water. I know, Parker, you value staying hydrated. No one <laughs> drinks nearly enough water. Shout out to my girlfriend, Samantha Magenheim. You need to start drinking more water. Um, people just need to stay hydrated. That keeps you awake. That keeps you energized. That keeps you motivated. And it's, it's really important.
0: It, it's a really simple thing that can really change your day. Uh, I, I think hydration is, it's just so key. It, help, it helps you sleep better. It helps you meet, feel more energized and ready to go. And I totally agree with that. Okay. So Parker's perspective, this is a really good one. I love this one. I wouldn't say one that I didn't think was good, but I just like, like this one in particular, because it has a lot to do with the comfort zone and mental fortitude. So it was said by John Shedd, a ship is safe in a harbor but that is not what ships are built for. Ooh. Yeah, it's a good one, right?
1: Dang, I like that one. That's a good comfort zone one, man.
0: Yeah, dude, people are meant to I mean, I, the way I take it is, yeah, we we can always be safe and you know, live inside our comfort zone because it feels good and you know, we we understand the environment of the comfort zone. But we're not meant to stay in the comfort zone. We're meant to go out and push ourselves and go beyond in those murky waters in our life and, and to see what's up. And the beautiful thing is, is when you get over those murky waters and you get on the other end
1: and you're like, dang, I went through that. I did that. That's, that's what it's all about. So, on that note, I hope everyone had a good week, ends the week strong, drink water. Rip out some push-ups or sit-ups throughout your day. If you can get vaccinated, go get vaccinated. And we love you. Thanks, Elevation Nation. Be a ship. Peace.
0: Hey, it's Parker again. Thanks for listening to Fortitude and 15 this week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it may be. If you want to join the nation and follow Sam and my journey, you can follow us at elevationnation.io. Or you can visit us on the web at www.elevationnation.io. DM us, text us, email us if you want to share your story, you have any ideas for the podcast, or if you think anyone else should join our conversations. Our intro is produced by Jay. Shoot him a follow on Instagram at producedbyjay. Thanks to our mentors, Rich Keller and David Hess for their constant support. Be sure to tune in for the next conversation. See you then.